0: calling to him he was standing at the door of his box with a flag in his hand furled round its short pole. One would have thought he could not have doubted from what quarter the voice came but instead of looking up to where I stood on the top of the steep cutting over the railway line he turned himself about and looked down the line. There was something remarkable about the man but the way he stood Something strange, perhaps uncanny. But certainly I would have termed such a thought mere imagination then. I know now what was remarkable about that man. And even though years have passed, I still see his figure... ...foreshortened and shadowed down in the deep trench. My figure high above him, so steeped in the glow of an angry sunset... That I shaded my eyes with my hand before I saw him at all.
1: Hello, hello! Is there any path by which I may come down and speak with you?
0: Biotechs, the new soak and pre wash powder, presents. Beyond Midnight, by Michael McCabe.
1: Now, ladies, we're speaking about biotechs in this series of programs, and a Mrs. E.B. Granger of Gordon Road Heathfield in the Cape wrote to say that she decided to try our biotechs just to see if it lived up to our claims, and she said, I bought a packet, and lo and behold, it actually did just what the advert said. I'm so proud of the children's white shirts, the hankies, and the underwear that I want to say it will be biotechs for me every washing day from now on. Some of my family's accessories were left with slight stains, but now, thanks to biotechs soaking, they come out white, and the stains do go away, as you say. Now, that is a statement from Mrs. Granger of Heathfield of the Cape, and it bears out what we have been saying to you ladies ever since biotechs first came on the market. We said to you, it is different to any washing product that you've ever used before. We claim that the stubborn stains will vanish and people like Mrs. Granger bear out our claims. Remember, biotechs.
0: his chin, his right hand across his breast. His post was in as solitary and dismal place as ever I saw. There was an earthy, deadly smell, and little sunlight penetrated down to the line and signal box. The gloomy entrance of the black tunnel yawned. I stopped a few feet in front of the man, and suddenly he stepped back and raised his right hand. There was something in the man that daunted me. This is a lonesome post to occupy. A visitor, I should think, must be a rarity. Yes, I uh, I looked down from up yonder and felt a need to come down. Signal boxes have always riveted my attention. He directed a most curious look towards the red light near the tunnel's mouth. The light is in your charge, is it not? Don't you don't you know it is? A monstrous thought came into my mind. That this was a spirit, not a man. I I stepped back, but then I detected in his eyes some latent fear of me. You look at me as if you had a dread of me. I was doubtful whether I'd seen you before. Where? There. By the light. There? My good fellow, what should I do there? Well, however be that as it may, I, I never was there. You may be sure of that. I... I've always had a fascination for railways and their workings. If it would not disturb you, uh, may I prevail upon you to show me over your box? Uh, Of course, sir. Um, uh, Come this way, sir. Come this way. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Come this way, sir, please. Manual labour I have next to none. I have to trim those lights turn that iron handle now and then. Many long, dreary hours I have to spend here, so I occupy my time working at fractions and equations. Uh, problems, you know. Is it necessary for you always to remain in this damp air down here? Even in this signal box with a fire aglow at it, it is somehow oppressive. Can you never rise into the sunshine? Well, that depends upon times and circumstances. I see. Under some conditions... There will be less upon the line than under others. In bright weather, I go up for a change. Certain hours of the day and night, I'm freer than others. But at all times, I'm liable to be called by my electric bell. Ah. Uh, Forgive me, but you appear better educated than your station in life calls for. I I mean no offense. (laughs) When I was younger, I was a student of natural philosophy. I attended lectures, but it all came to nothing. I ran wild and was sent down. (laughs) I've never risen again. But I have made my bed, sir, and now I must lie on it. It is too late to make another. Ah, Acceptance of things for what they are. There is something to that. You almost make me believe that I have met a contented man. I used to be. But I'm troubled, sir. I'm troubled. Oh? With what? What is your trouble? It is very difficult to impart. Very, very difficult to speak of. If you... If you ever make another visit, I will try to tell you. But I expressly intend to make you another visit. Say, when shall it be? I go off early in the morning, and I shall be on guard at ten tomorrow night. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll come at eleven. I'll show you my white light. That is, till you found the way. When you've found it, don't call out... And when you're at, at the top, don't call out. Well, very well. Uh, let me ask you a, a parting question. What made you cry, hello, below there, tonight? Heaven knows. I, I cried something to that effect. No, not to that effect, sir. Those were the very words. I know them well. Well, I spoke thus because I, I saw you, below and wished to attract for, your attention. For, for no other reason...
1: What other reason could I possibly have?
0: You had no feeling that they were conveyed to you in any supernatural way? No. Oh, good night, sir. May I inquire your name? Mine is William Bendy. Mine is Charles Dickens. Educated, there was no doubt. That he feared something or someone very greatly, there was no doubt either. There was something tortured about him. While we talked that first night, he was several times interrupted by the little bell and had to read off messages and send replies. Once he had to stand and display a flag as a train passed. Once or twice while he was speaking, he turned and watched the bell and his face drained of all color when it did not ring. I was punctual to my appointment the next night. Good night, sir. My hand. Good night to you, sir. And here's mine. Um, I have made up my mind, sir, that you shall not have to ask me twice what troubles me. Oh, please be seated. Oh, thank you. I took you for someone else yesterday night. That troubles me. That mistake? No. That someone else... Who is it? I don't know. Like me? I don't know. I... I never saw the face. The left arm is across the face and the left arm is waved, violently waved. Uh, This way. For pity's sake,
1: clear the way.
0: One moonlight night, I was sitting here when... I heard a voice cry,
1: Hello, below there, look out!
0: I started up, looked from that door, and saw this someone else standing by the red light near the tunnel, waving as I just showed you. The voice seemed hoarse with shouting, and he cried, Look out, look out! And then again, Hello, below there, look out! I caught up my lamp, turned it on red, and ran towards the figure.
1: Look out! Look out! What? What? What, what
0: has happened? Where? Hello? Below there! The figure just stood in the blackness outside the tunnel. I had so close upon it that I wondered if it keeping the sleeve before the eyes. I ran up to it and had my hand stretched out to pull the sleeve away. When it was gone into the tunnel no I ran into the tunnel 500 yards I stopped and held my lamp above my head and saw the figures of the measured distance and saw the wet stains stealing down the walls and trickling through the arch I ran out again faster than I had run in for I had a mortal abhorrence of the place upon me and I looked all around the red light with my own red light and I went up the iron ladder atop of it and then I came down again and ran back here i telegraphed both ways
1: an alarm has been given is anything wrong an alarm has been given is anything wrong oh well oh well an alarm has been given is anything wrong oh well well, well. oh well, 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 well an alarm has been given is anything wrong
0: must have been a deception of your senses. A deception of your sense of sight. Figures such as you describe sometimes uh, originate in the delicate nerves that minister to the functions of the eye. As to the imaginary voice, well, the wind, dear sir. The wind which sometimes sounds, well, in this unnatural valley. Think that is all very well. I know about the wind And and telegraph wires. I pass many long nights here alone and watching, but but I beg to remark, sir, that I have not finished my story. Oh, I, I ask your pardon. Within six hours after the appearance, a memorable accident on this line happened, and within ten hours, the dead and wounded were brought along through the tunnel, over the spot where the figure had stood.
1: An effective spray-on furniture polish that gives a wax shine instantly. Johnson's Pledge. Just spray on and (coughs) your duster becomes a magnet. Picks up every speck of dust in seconds. Pledge dusts, cleans, deep waxes quickly, easily. And new deeper wax formula pledge will protect your furniture longer. By Johnson's Pledge Aerosol Today.
0: Soak, soak,
1: that's all you have to do Soak, soak, just for an hour or two You'll find things look as good as new When you use new biotechs Amazing new biotechs soak stubborn stains away Clean, clean, everything soon will be Clean, clean, for all the world to see Soak, soak, stains away easily When you use new biotechs Get amazing new biotechs today And let soaking do the washing
0: within ten hours the dead and wounded were brought along through the tunnel over the spot where the figure had stood this was just a year ago six or seven months passed and I had recovered from the surprise and shock when one morning as day was breaking I standing at that door looked towards the red light and saw the spectre again did it cry out No. It was silent. Did it wave its arm? No. It leaned against the shaft of the light, with both hands before the face like this. Like an action of mourning I've seen in stone figures on tombs. Did you go up to it? I came in and sat down, partly to collect my thoughts, partly because it had turned me faint. When I went to the door again, daylight was all around me, and... And the ghost had gone. Ghost? That very day, as the train came out of the tunnel, I noticed at a carriage window on my side a confusion of hands and heads. I saw it just in time to signal the driver, stop. He shut off and put his brakes on. But the train drifted past here, a hundred or fifty yards or so. A beautiful young lady had died instantly in one of the compartments. And she was brought in here to the box and lay there on the floor between us. True, sir. True. Precisely as it happened. So I tell it you. Now, sir, mark this and judge how my mind is troubled. The spectre came back a week ago. Ever since it has been there now and again by fits and starts at the light at the danger light. What does it seem to do? Like this.
1: For pity's sake, clear the way! For pity's sake, clear the way! For pity's sake, clear the way!
0: I have no peace or rest from it. It calls to me.
1: Below there! Look out! Be long,
0: for many minutes together in an agonized way it rings my little bell ah i remember did it ring your bell yesterday evening when i was here and you went to the door twice oh i see how your imagination misleads you my eyes were on the bell and my ears were open to the bell And if I'm a living man, it did not ring at those times. No, nor at any other time, except in the course of natural physical things when it was rung by the station communicating to you. Hmm. I have never made a mistake as to that yet, sir. I have never confused the spectre's ring with a man's. The ghost's ring is a strange vibration in the bell that it derives from nothing else. And I've not asserted that the bell stirs to the eye... I don't wonder that you failed to hear it. But I heard it. And did the spectre seem to be there when you looked out? It was there. Both times? Both times. Will you come to the door and look with me now? Well, stars in the sky. Do you see it? No. It is not there. Agreed. By this time, sir, you will fully understand that what troubles me greatly is what does the spectre mean? I, I do not know. What is its warning against? What is the danger? Where is the danger? There is danger overhanging somewhere on the line. Some dreadful calamity will happen. It is not to be doubted this third time after what has gone before, but surely this is a cruel haunting of me. What can I do? At this, the poor man pulled out his handkerchief and wiped the drops from his heated forehead. I i could think of nothing to say, nothing to put courage into him. If I telegraph danger on either side of me or on both, I can give no reason for it. I should get into trouble and do no good. They would think I was mad. Can you imagine? This is the way it would work.
1: Danger, take care. What's danger? Where? I don't know, but for pity's sake, take care. care.
0: They would say I gone mad and they would displace me. What else could they do? His pain of mind was most pitiable to see. It was the mental torture of a conscientious man, oppressed beyond endurance by a responsibility involving life. When it first stood under the danger light, why not tell me how it might be averted? Why not tell me where the accident was to happen, if it had to happen? When... On the second coming, it hit his head. Why not tell me instead she is going to die? Tell them to keep her at home. If it came on those two occasions only to show me that its warnings were true, and so to prepare me for the third, why not warn me plainly now? And I, a poor signal man, on this solitary station, why not go to somebody with credit to be believed and power to act? Bendy, William, you, you cannot blame yourself for anything you must not become so agitated whoever so thoroughly discharges his duty as you do must do well it must needs be comfort to you to know full well that you understand your duty perfectly the fact remains i know that that you do not understand these confounded appearances but you must not take on so i i will not insult you by trying to reason you out of your belief thank you sir him at two o'clock that morning. I- I'd offered to stay the night, but he would not hear of it. As I climbed the path up, I looked down to the red light. I I did not like it. I knew full well I should not sleep sound if my bed were under it. Nor did I like the two sequences of the accident and the dead girl. I, I wondered how I ought to act. I knew the man to be painstaking, vigilant... And although in an inferior position, he held a most important trust. How long with his mind as it was would he remain to execute this trust with precision, I wondered. I resolved to accompany him to the wisest medical man in those parts and to take his opinion. Something told me that it would be most treacherous to communicate all that the signalman had told me to his superiors. It might well cost him his living. A change in his time of duty would come round next night, he had informed me. would be off an hour or two after sunrise and on again soon after sunset. I had appointed to return accordingly. yet quite down when I traversed the field path near the top of the deep cutting I would extend my walk for an hour I said to myself a half an hour on and half an hour back and it would then be time to go to my signalman's box before pursuing my stroll I stepped to the brink and mechanically looked down from the point from which I had first seen him I cannot describe the thrill that seized upon me when, close at the mouth of the tunnel, I saw the appearance of a man with his left sleeve across his eyes, passionately waving his right arm. The nameless horror that oppressed me quickly passed when, close at the mouth of the tunnel, I saw that this appearance of a man was a man there was a little group of men standing further away, and this first one seemed to be rehearsing the gesture he made, the gesture the signalman had described so vividly. The danger light was not yet lighted. Against its shaft, a little low hut, entirely new to me, had been made of some wooden supports and tarpaulin. It looked no bigger than a bed. I descended the path with all the speed I could muster.
1: Hello! Hello, what is the matter? What, what has happened? Signalman. Killed this morning, sir.
0: Not not the man belonging to that box. Yes, sir. Not the man I knew. You will recognize him, sir, if you knew him. You raised the top hole in cowering from the small structure I had observed from above. His face is quite composed. How, how did this happen? He was cut down by an engine, sir. No man in England knew his work better, but somehow he, he was not clear of the outer rail. It was just a broad day. He struck the light and had the lamp in his hand, and, and as the engine came out of the tunnel, his, his back was towards her, and she cut him down. Uh, that man drove her and, and was showing how it happened. Uh, show the gentleman, Tom. Well, uh, Coming round the curve in the tunnel, sir, I saw him at the end, like as if I saw him down a perspective class. Well, there was no time to check speed, and I knew him to be very careful. But as he didn't seem to take heed of the whistle, I shut it off. And as we were running down upon him, I, I called to him as loud as I could call. What? What did you say? Say, sir? Why, I said, below there, look out. For pity's sake, clear the way. off calling to him sir I put my arm before my eyes so as not to see and I waved this arm right to the last but it was no use
1: Play some music. I feel like dancing. But I thought you had a splitting headache. Oh, that was five minutes ago. I've taken Grandpa Headache powder since. Grandpa Headache Powders kill pain, soothe strained nerves and lip depression. Grandpa Headache Powders are extra effective because they have a triple action. Grandpa Headache Powders work extra fast because they dissolve almost immediately. Get fast, effective relief from any pain, all pain. Get Grandpa Headache Powders. Ah, Grandpa. Soak, soak. that's all you have to do Soak, soak. just for an hour or two You'll find things look as good as new When you use new biotechs With amazing new biotechs The stubbornest stains will vanish Yes, vanish clean away Just by soaking your laundry overnight in cold water Or for an hour or two in warm water Or by pre-washing it quickly in your washing machine Get amazing new biotechs today Beyond Midnight is presented every Friday
0: night at half past nine by Biotechs, the new soak and pre-wash powder. The program is adapted for broadcasting and produced by Michael McCabe.